Hey friends, and welcome to the Talk Podcast. We believe that all change starts with a conversation, a talk that sparks an idea, convicts or creates a movement. The talk seeks to foster real, relatable, and relevant conversations that not only challenge, equip, and empower its listeners to be agent of change. As an extension of joy of it, we look to find points of intersection in a divided world. No topic is off limits, and all people and opinions are welcome. We believe we represent Jesus best together, acknowledging all voices and talking through those things that disrupt our unity. When we are united, we can do great things, and it all starts with a talk. Welcome to the table. Today, my guests are Valerie Pierce and Julie Widman, who's been with us before. And before I introduce them to you, we're going to do a little fun question. And maybe you'll get to know a little bit about them um, as they answer this question. So before we started recording today, we were talking about the subject of bed making do you make your bed or do you not make your bed in the morning? And I do not make my bed. I don't have time to make my bed. I have time to drink coffee and relax and cuddle my puppy and journal, but making my bed, not a priority for me. I do kind of pull the covers up, but it's not made. Mm-hmm. There's a noticeable difference I That's feel between made. a made yeah, bed sure. and an unmade bed. So uh, do, do you guys make your bed or not make your bed? I do not make my bed. I would like to make my bed. It would be so much more <laughs> wonderful for my day. That would just be, ah, oh, I've accomplished the first thing of the morning. But I do not make my bed, Ashley, and I really, really would like it's to. It's okay. Hey, no judgment here. Yeah, Maybe one yeah, day. Goals yeah. for 2021, perhaps? <laughs> That's Valerie. She's yeah. making maybe a goal for 2021. No commitment, though. Absolutely. Yeah. This fall. This, this fall. fall. Oh, wow. Absolutely. You moved it up. Yeah. This fall. This fall, 2021. Fall 2021. Okay, we've got commitment. Okay, Julie, what about you? (laughs) Well, I definitely make my bed every morning. She's so good. Well, I don't know why. I think it's interesting that we're talking about self-management today. Because when I think about it, when I think about how I maybe manage my stress levels or my Mm -hmm. expectations for the day, it starts really all the way back to if I make my bed or not. Mm. Honestly, if I think I maybe in 20 years of marriage haven't made my bed twice. And once was during quarantine and my husband came home and he knew, he was like, what's wrong? (laughs) The bed is not made. (laughs) That's hilarious. And I make my bed in that, you know, I straighten all the sheets up. I put the Uh pillows on. You really make your bed. I really make my bed. I don't don't do the hospital corners at the bottom. I was going to ask that. Um, I do do hospital corners at the bottom when I first make my bed. Like when Mm -hmm. I actually change the bed and make the bed. But I have a man who sticks his feet out the corner. And so I don't redo those hospital corners. So I know I'm a, remember I'm this rule follower. I I definitely structure helps me be self-managed. Yeah. And you know, during, during the quarantine, I feel like that 
it's actually really helpful because Mm -hmm. we should have some of us stick to a routine to make sure that we don't get in those places of like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Another day of emotional turmoil and I haven't made my bed, (laughs) I haven't brushed my teeth, I haven't taken a shower, I haven't put on clean clothes. (laughs) Like those things of actually keeping a schedule and having things that you do each day were really helpful during the quarantine. And I think when I come back into my bedroom and the bed is made. And oh my gosh, yeah. There's just, it's kind of like when your kitchen sink is wiped down or mm-hmm. your counters are cleared off. There's just this sense of peace, but not mm-hmm. everybody needs that. You know, for me, that's something that provides this great stress release and feeling like of joy when things mm, are in absolutely. order. Mm-hmm. But I have friends who are really different than me and they don't need that for them to be fantastic people in society. Yeah. For me, I just, it's like, I need that. And Same. I would rather wake up a half hour early to be able to accomplish that during yeah. the day. Yeah. So, but I, it's not, yeah. mess. It's, it's just my thing. It doesn't yeah. have to be your thing. No. And I, I think that that Julie nailed it. Yeah. There is a there is a sense of peace and calm for me when there is organization and when things are clean and organized in my mm. home. I am at my absolute optimum <laughs> yeah. when things right. now. I have two, a teenager and a young adult in my mm-hmm. home. So how often do you get that? So I've had to manage myself and find peace and calm differently mm. because- yeah. There are too many days where that organization and that pristineness that gives me so much peace isn't there. And yeah. so what then? Do I just allow myself then to be haywire and just like, oh, until this gets organized, mm. I'm not. So I've had to learn some some coping skills. Yeah. I had a friend growing up in, in high school and for some reason, his family in order to keep peace and calm in in the kitchen area, they would open up the oven and throw all the mail and all of the newspaper into the oven. And I didn't know this. And so <laughs> I went what? over, I know. Did I they went, turn it on? I, Julie did. Julie oh, turned Julie, it on. No. So I did. I went over as this like surprise. I'm going to make breakfast for my friend for his birthday. And I turned on the oven to, I don't even know those Pillsbury cinnamon rolls or something. Yeah, and all of a sudden, it was like smoke was coming out of the <gasps> oven. His mom runs down and he, and, and, and she knew I was coming to do this surprise. And she's like, all of our mail and newspaper are in the oven. And I said, what? You know? And so we pull it out and we open oh. it up. And she said, I just, I love the look of a clean kitchen, but I can never get rid of all this paperwork. So I throw it in my oven. That's <laughs> hilarious. Just, that is hilarious. And odd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, Absolutely. if you need there, maybe the oven's a bad idea, yeah. but yeah. you know, if you are really trying to manage your space mm-hmm. and you can find a place where it is temporary. out of temporary spot. Temporary. Again, mm-hmm. maybe not the oven. Yeah. The, the oh fire department would be be yeah. more pleased with the yeah. other oh ideas. But I just thought, hey, you know what? We all do things in our lives to manage our environment, manage ourselves, oh, to so find good. areas where we can 
feel calm and in, in, in charge kind of of our space. You know, what yeah. can you control? What can you yeah. not control? And in this particular household, they threw their mail in the, in the oven. And I just thought, okay, that's an idea. Okay. So this, this is awesome. Like, I feel like we have already touched on so many highlights mm-hmm. of our conversation today, but I'm so glad that we have Valerie and Julie joining us. This is going to be a good time. So, mm-hmm. Valerie, can yes. you tell us what is your role on the Joy of It team? Oh, absolutely. I am actually the director of content development for Frenzy. Ooh. Yes. And so that means I get to do a lot of fun stuff like professional development, uh-huh. curriculum, yeah, uh, educational tools for yeah. parents, all of the fun wonderful things that we give through five core competencies for students, schools, teachers, districts. I get to have my hand on a little bit of all of that. And I get to do fun stuff like this with you all for joining. Yes. Yes. We are so glad to have you on. Thank Thank you you for making the time to join us today. And Julie, we know that you are one of the co-founders of Joy of It, but what else do you do with Joy of It? What else do I do with all the things? (laughs) You know, as as Valerie shared, I just realized, you know, we've got this small but mighty team and we all Mm -hmm. wear a lot of different hats. And I think that that's what makes this work really exciting in some ways, also exhausting in ways. Right, Valerie? Absolutely. Uh, So I get to have my hands in a lot of different things as well. So we lead Joy of It, which is got some really exciting things on the horizon, starting with this podcast and just our ability to support organizations, churches, leadership teams with mm-hmm. uh, navigating hard conversations, bridging the divide during this time of polarization. And then through Frenzy, which is our K through eight social emotional learning program, we get to really spend time dreaming and thinking about how can we make change and transformation in the generation coming behind us. And really what our belief is based on how God has hardwired us as humans and and really what he's called Joy and I too within Joy of It and Frenzy is that God hardwired us for community, for people, for mm-hmm. each other. And as we teach his design for friendship and relationship to that next generation through Frenzy, we are equipping them to navigate the social landscape that we're in right now. And so these five core competencies that we're going through are really, you know, God's design for a relationship. And they're those skills mm-hmm. that students need to flourish in life. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it pops into your head once you know about these five, you, they'll, they'll just become second nature. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, we went over self-awareness on that one. And today we're diving into, if you haven't heard it by now, self-management, self-regulation or self-destruction. Self-management is what we're going to talk about today. And so can you guys define for people listening, what is self-management? Because they may or may not be familiar with it. Right. Self-management, when we think about it, is really just our ability to manage our behaviors, our thoughts, and our emotions, just in this conscious way that we see play out in our actions. Mm -hmm. And so when we think back to self-awareness, really, that is the foundation, because if we are not self-aware, then we can't self-manage. And when we think about self-regulation, that is really 
the uh, byproduct of that self-awareness. Self-management mm-hmm. then is that overarching word that describes our ability to actually do that regulation. So self-regulation actually comes prior to self-management. Wow, so yeah. you have to be self-aware, know your emotions, know your thoughts, where your strengths and your weaknesses are, then regulate all of that, mm. right? Internally. And then externally, that management comes into play. And I think as adults, we see when self-management breaks down often. Yes. And, and, and <laughs> just, to, just to add to that, I think it's more relevant and prevalent now than ever because mm. when you think we have all of these engines to see other folks all the time, we have social media platforms, mm-hmm. all these Great platforms point. to see other folks. And one of the things that I've said when I'm in the classroom with my high schoolers is we spend so much time degreeing, getting our PhD in other people. What are they doing? Mm, how are they behaving? And um, how are they presenting themselves in the world that we miss that the greatest thing that you can do is manage and regulate and focus inwardly first mm. on yourself. And so I think it just can't be overstated how much self-management and how you're showing up in the world and what you're presenting to the world is really, really yeah. critical. Yeah. And well, why, why is it critical though? Like, well, because it's required in every aspect mm, of our lives. And every aspect. Every aspect. And I think what's really challenging about self-management or where the nuance comes in is that you have to know how to act in a variety of different places mm, and spaces. Mm-hmm. And so really with someone who has strong self-management skills, knows how to interact and react and act mm-hmm. in a variety of different situations. Absolutely. And when I when I think about it, I, my son plays Little League. And so he's on, a, well, he's actually not on Little League. He's in a club baseball team now. Mm-hmm. So that is a little bit more competitive than that typical Little League. But Self-management is very much seen on the Mm. baseball field. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sports. Sports, you (laughs) know, does the player know how to act, react, and deal when the umpire has a bad call or um, a correct call, but the player made the mistake? Does he throw the bat? Does he hit the bat on the Mm -hmm. ground? Does he scream? Does he cry? You know, do the fans, does the dad or mom (laughs) in the bleachers stand up and Mm -hmm. have a hard time with self-management? Really, we see those self-management come out in times of of trials for sure. And so someone with strong self-management skills knows how to act in positive you know, if you hit a home run, are you doing a victory dance? Are you are yeah. you talking about it for the rest of the game and annoying all your players? Or are you humble? Can you, yeah. do you know how to stop? You know, and then in those negative circumstances, do you know how to act? And so again, there's a wide variety. Uh, we see this needed in adults for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And then particularly today. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. not yes. letting like uh-huh. negative situations get, the best of you. Mm-hmm. So how how do we like fine tune that skill of of self management or self regulation before self management? Right, right, <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's work. These are not just words. Um, this is a journey, mm-hmm. and I think there's work to be done. I think that first of all, you have to be aware of yourself and how mm-hmm. do I respond? All of the things that Julie just said, scenarios that we just gave. How do I show up and respond and knowing that and being cognizant of that? And then, okay, 
where are the places that I may need to edit that? Where are the places that, hmm, I'm not mm-hmm. my best self there. And then owning that. And I, I we have to do that. That's just mm-hmm. a part of it. You have to own. And so it's really a work thing. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we say these words and it's like, oh, self-management, self-responsible decision-making. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, we become enthralled with the words, yeah. but it really is. It's the work that you do. It's getting feedback from others. Mm, I was just about to say that. It's getting feedback from others yeah. and listening. Because Ashley, right? They yeah. tell us, right? Yes. Yes. If you have good friends, they tell you. Right. Yes. Yeah. Valerie, what you just said about, you know, am I my best self? Mm-hmm. That is a recommendation for self-management, really, mm-hmm. because sometimes we don't know how to manage or we don't know how to act in certain situations. And so actually asking yourself, how would my best self respond here, react here, actually helps you self-manage. And and so back Mm. to that idea of self-awareness, for sure, Mm -hmm. you have to have time to to assess yourself and your emotions and your thoughts so that then you can manage mm-hmm. them. But in in that process, not everybody has the same way of self-managing. So right. when we think about this, the cultural moment we're in, mm-hmm. you know, one strategy very practically, I have friends who see themselves reacting outside of their best self on social media, let's say. Mm -hmm. And so they're reacting or with a a way that's not really self-managing themselves in Mm. in a way that's not their best self. And so they've actually taken a step to unfollow those inflammatory Mm -hmm. people or unfollow those organizations that are, you know, inflaming them so that that is actually a practical step in self-management. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's going to be really just like that bed, the bed making story. It's going to be a personal decision, yeah. you know, and a personal, exactly what you're talking about, personal work that we mm-hmm. all have to do. Yeah, absolutely. And when you have people like, Julie, you shared a story a few weeks ago. I'm losing track of time. I don't know if it was a few weeks ago, <laughs> last week. I don't know when it was, but there's this COVID story. will do that to you. Yes. And they're just like, what, is it? what time is it? I don't know. Um, maybe this is relevant to self-management or not. And you may have used it as an example for self-management, mm. but you were talking about how it was something about stinky breath. Mm. Oh, um, and like, you know, at some point, you know, you may stop realizing that your breath smells bad and someone would have to actually let you know, hey, your breath smells bad, which would give you the opportunity right. to like do something mm-hmm. about, about it. it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which I thought was brilliant. What? The idea being just to to remind people about this yeah. story is that, you know, God gave us a nose and it's right above our mouth. And yet if we didn't brush our teeth for five days, yeah. we might be in a group of people and not actually know that we were stinky, <laughs> what we were given off stunk, right? And, and so- God does use other people in our lives to help slough off the sin, Mm -hmm. slough off the stinky stuff, Mm -hmm. slough off all of these things. And then with that, and again, this is that choice. We have a choice to self-manage. And Mm -hmm. so again, first comes awareness. And then that self-management is an active 
step to manage your behaviors, your thoughts, and your emotions in a really practical and productive way. Mm-hmm. So brush your teeth. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And floss, please. Absolutely. And, and I just want to add to that. One of the catchphrases that we have for the frenzy work mm-hmm. that we do is better together. Mm-hmm. And what Julie was just saying, and, and we've been saying about people in your life and really having an ear to hear, you know, there's mm-hmm. scripture that says, he that hath an ear, let him hear. Yeah, And it can be difficult to hear feedback. It, it can be yes. difficult to hear. Now I must say, if you haven't brushed your teeth for five days, I don't know how you didn't <laughs> know that. So that's, just, that's just me. Actually, I, you guys, I, I had know. to say that. The I Lord I, might I, wake I, you up absolutely. in the middle of the night. Absolutely. I don't know how you, you didn't might know wake that. yourself you up might wake in the yourself middle of the night. Up. Yes. <laughs> but if not, right. someone please tell someone you. Someone please tell But we're, we're better together. And when we talk about self-management, this, this idea that no man is an island and really, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you have people that walk alongside you and, and they're letting you know as well, people that care and that are in your life. And that's that's one of the strategies is hearing and listening yeah. um, when we're talking about that. I think that's yeah. such a good point. Yeah. I also think that when we talk about these five core competencies within a setting where God is present, we know that the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. is with us as believers Mm -hmm. and he is there to be our guide. And so he also gives us these promptings for areas of awareness Mm -hmm. and self-management. And really when I think of these, this process and Valerie, you call it work. um, We could also look at it as sanctification. You know, we are in process. And so just because I'm working and God's working in an area Mm -hmm. in my life, I I give you the freedom to, to, to maybe be a couple years ahead of me Mm -hmm. or a couple years behind me, you know, and I believe that he's working that out in you. And so as we, for areas to lean in and speak into people's lives, Mm -hmm. because God does use each other. I think it's also really important to remember mm-hmm. that we are all in process and oh that, that we mm-hmm. trust God who's sovereign in moving us through this mm-hmm. process. Yeah. And that's, that's really good, Julie. Cause as, as you guys were talking, like I, I was thinking like, it's easy to get into this place of thinking like self-management is just me managing my negative behaviors. Managing my negative behaviors, Mm -hmm. which really what you're saying is it's not just that. It's a step further. It's not just managing negative behavior, but it's managing so that you can change. Like Mm -hmm. sanctification is this lifelong changing process that Mm -hmm. we enter into. So it's not you just trying to be good Mm -hmm. or manage your behavior, Mm -hmm. but it's activating change in in your life. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know God gives us the gifts of the Holy Spirit, yeah. which is, you know, so, so much self-management. You know, mm-hmm. when we are walking yes. in the mm-hmm. spirit, we are managed in a way that is godly. Mm-hmm. And and I, I guess also I think the danger of self-management is, you know, I can see where everybody else needs some management. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, your, again, uh, your PhD the log, the and log other in people. your neighbor's eye, <laughs> yeah, right. the one in your own. Yeah, right. exactly. PhD like, and someone else. Yeah, no. it's right. like I got. You know, I, I yep. think you need to manage this. But Absolutely. really, it's self management. Yeah. It's, it's what is in my control. Draw the circle around ourselves, and then fix everything in that circle. Mm-hmm. And really, again, these these competencies that we start with are mm. internal competencies or self-competencies. Mm-hmm. We're looking at self-awareness, 
self-management mm-hmm. because we have to start with our own selves mm-hmm. before we can actually navigate in a healthy and productive way with others. Mm-hmm. And if I can just say that just this is not kind of debunk this, this is certainly not this perfection thing. This is not because particularly as women too, we can really, Mm -hmm. you know, get into this idea of editing ourselves and making ourselves the most perfect. So it's, it's, this conversation is not about that. Mm -hmm. Um, It is about the journey. It's about the process. And it's about, as Julie said, more Mm Christ-like, all of that, but certainly not Paul said, I count not myself to have apprehended or arrived, you know, mm-hmm. but I press, I keep mm-hmm. going. I, you know, Said. I lean in. So mm-hmm. we're not talking about this perfect That's destination right. of my perfect That's self. That's right. Yeah. No. And yeah. you're going to have days where you're really good. Um, <laughs> you're going to have days where you're like, I kicked it in self-management today. But then there's those days where you think everything is all lined up and something Absolutely. in you, yourself, your flesh just explodes. You know, I mean, this is real and we are human and Mm -hmm. Jesus was human. And part of us having him as an example is to give us the freedom to, you know, Mm -hmm. walk with him be. And, and I would say that when we mess up, when we have hard times, when we hit rock bottom, that's when God says, remember me, I'm right here. You know, it it actually requires us to lean Mm -hmm. on him in those moments. And so this is not a, um, I've arrived, you know, and actually, just like our sanctification process where it will not be done until we are eyes to eyes with Jesus. Yeah, that's right. This process right. of self-awareness, uh, self-management, all of these competencies is a lifelong process. Um, we're not going to ever get relationships right. It's just yeah. going to be what is here. And yeah. so, yes, for sure, I who we are today does not dictate who we are tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We have uh, forgiveness, we have grace, we have mercy and we have Jesus. And so we can, we can work on our self-management every day, every minute, Mm -hmm. every hour, you know, and if we need to start over, we can start over every minute, every day, every hour. There's freedom in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Freedom and grace. And there's some, as you guys were like talking, like I was thinking about kind of the fruits of the spirit and, in that one of those that goes along with this self-management piece as well as with discipline is the through the spirit of self-control which Man, is probably yeah. the yeah. one that we don't talk about right <laughs> at all yes. because it's like oh self-control like uh, that means I, I can't be really angry all the time or mm-hmm. I you know I can't yeah. just do what I want to do and this with self-control is like yes self-management and self-control it requires Discipline, and that's it another yucky word yeah. that we don't like to hear because yeah. it implies that I have to. There has to be structure mm-hmm. in my life and mm-hmm. how I respond, and there yeah. has to be limits to things. But as you guys are talking, like the only way we get those those fruits is by Jesus. Like it is by allowing Him into our lives. It's not something that we can just do on our own and by ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's through the help of Jesus through the help of friends that we actually arrive at a place in the future where we reach completion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And fruit grows, right? And so you have to cultivate it. And and it it starts from a place of uprooting, you know, things and and weeding. We just actually planted our back, uh, 
planter box. And, mm. you know, it was a disaster. We had to really get in there and get some old, yeah. you know, the dirt was hard. Mm-hmm. We had to add water. And and as we're mm. doing this, anyone who's planted anything, just it's such a picture of that growth of the mm. spirit, growth of fruit. And so when um, you do what Valerie said and take mm-hmm. time to look back, reassess, look at your actions, that's like a pruning process. It's a, yeah. a process of reexamining, you know, what your, your condition condition is that you're planting and then fruit grows. And so as you spend time with God, as you spend time allowing him to pierce your heart and open up areas that that need uprooting, um, he then plants things that grow. And so mm-hmm. I would just encourage that, you know, you're not too late, you're not too early. Okay. You know, we have processes and experiences our entire life that we get to practice this. You know, how do we manage change? How do we manage stress? What about new situations, transitions, mm-hmm. you know, time? Uh, mm-hmm. Where, you know, all of this requires self-control and and God gives us ample opportunities to practice this competency. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. so let's get a little bit personal. Not that we haven't been personal, but are is there an area over the last year, I would mm-hmm. say, we've been in this pandemic, you know, all of this stuff coming out of, but still have a little bit to go before we're completely out of. Have you seen yourself grow in the area of self-management? If so, where? Mm-hmm. I think there's an authenticity to, uh-huh. to that question. Uh-huh. And and one of the things that I've had to really look at closely and accept is is the limits. Mm. Um, I'm a person that that likes to anything. I'm I'm going all the way and I'm giving it. And and there's this sense of what the Lord showed me is is pride in being able to handle so much and do so much. And yeah. but I found myself not only in health, but reacting. We're talking about in ways that were because I was weighted down, I was mm-hmm. tired, and I was reacting in ways that were not healthy to people around me. I was cranky. All of these things were happening over the last year. You know, there's so much going on. And I had to be authentic and realize that I am trying to change things. I'm trying to do all of these things. And it's about a look. Yeah. It's it's about this look, you know, because the look is if you're able to do this and you're able to handle that professionally, ministerially, all these things, and it looks good, mm. right? Mm. However, <laughs> I'm responding, that reacting, and I'm responding in ways that that really were, like I said, cranky, unhealthy, my health, all of that. And so what I had to do in terms of managing that is realize that there are limits. I mm. had to really be humble and allow myself and the Lord to have authentic conversations. Mm. And, and it made it's made all of the difference now. Yeah. I'm no longer, it's not about a gloss. And that's why I say we're not talking about perfection here. Yeah. You know, we're talking about that it's no longer a gloss. It's not, it, it is what it is. Yeah. If I'm tired, I'm connected with that. That's enough. You know, mm-hmm. I am not yeah. having the characteristics of the Holy Spirit right now because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm exhausted. Patience is gone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the last year there, there's it's it's and it's mm-hmm. continuing to be a journey of humility. Yeah, it's continuing to be a journey, and I I have this cup in front of me because at at mm. the top of it. 
Angela Davis says, I'm no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I cannot accept. Yeah. Right? That's good. Yeah. That's right? a good word. Yeah. That's so, great. Well, come on. Right? That's great. So stop all this foolishness. <laughs> Hashtag stop. stop all this foolishness. Right. Yes. Let's remember that. Right. And so. really being okay when you're tired and, and yes. actually just saying I'm tired, you know. And it's and okay to be okay. tired. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was just thinking when I was growing up and my you know, dad would come home, it was like the nuclear family. My dad would come home, mm. my mom was making dinner or whatnot. And uh, if he had a really bad day, he would take his tie off and tie it around his head like a uh, like Rambo or whatever, you know? Uh And so he would walk in the back garage door with this tie around his head, which was hilarious for us. But it was also so different, but it was this funny, silly, but also really great nonverbal way of saying dad's tapped out and what's going to come out of him is probably not what he want, you know? And so it literally gave us this signal. And I think about that a lot Mm. uh, during your question, Ashley, you know, I think there's nothing more grieving to me when, you know, you've woken up, you've made your bed, you've, (laughs) you've had time with the Lord. Like Mm -hmm. you've, you felt like you've done everything Mm. to fill yourself up and, and what you expect to come out is, is what you've filled. And so Mm. you go about your day, you're expecting the overflow of your heart to be kindness. And, and then, you know, this year's been hard. This year has had Mm. a lot of stress and, and I will just say personally, it's so sad when, for me, when I, I think I'm full and then all of a sudden out comes the F-bomb. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's just like, Sister, yeah, happened? we are there. Yeah. You know what <laughs> yeah. happened? Yeah. Where, you know, and in two seconds flat, it's there. And, yeah. you know, mm. uh, and then you're like, I got to write a, a sorry note sorry, for the yep. F, you know, F-bomb. And it's just, you know, it's really, really rough. Mm. So. Mm. That is why mm-hmm. we all have to understand this is a process. And, yeah. um, mm. and you know, I, as a parent, when my kids make a mistake and when mm-hmm. they, you know, uh, do something that's just so out of character mm-hmm. uh, with who I know they are and with who I know God's created them to be, you know, of course, there's this parental need to correct and, you know, have consequence and parent but then there's just this also deep love that comes upon you because you realize this is a human journey mm-hmm. where we're all human. We all make mistakes. And, and I, it's kind of like when my kids pick their nose, I, <laughs> I am like, I, I know it's like, I know that they're human and mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's so gross and come yeah. on, but I love them. Mm. And yeah. I think about the Lord when I have this outburst and, you know, there is this disappointing mm-hmm. heart, but I know he loves me. Yeah. And and that's what allows me to say, okay, we'll try self-management right. yeah. again tomorrow. We'll try it again know? tomorrow. Yeah. And to what Julie is saying, when she was talking, it's like I could hear the heavenly father. Yeah. The same thing, that grace yeah. right there. Yeah. We're his children, right? Yeah. And yeah, you're being really gross right now. You're being really <laughs> cranky right now. Yes. Or I really should probably correct you. And yet there's this huge... There's this huge love, yeah, and there's this huge grace for mm, for the journey. Yeah, Hallelujah. I, I love that because mm. I think what I what I heard both of you say in your words and Julie, I think, yeah, you really said it was that in in the course of this year, mm. which is a great gift that I feel like there was a 
ton of bad stuff that happened. So don't hear me wrong, people. Um, there was a ton of bad things that happened, a ton of bad things that are still happening from the course of this year. But there, there is a there are several gifts within the last year, and one of them being is that I think God freed us to be more human. Mm. And when I hear you say that, like, yeah, my kids pick their nose and it's <laughs> gross, but I still love them. I feel like God has just said to us, hey, you know what? I know that things are hard. I know that you're not perfect. I created you. I hope you're seeing that you're not perfect right. and that your neighbor's not That's perfect. It. Mm-hmm. And it. I still love mm-hmm. you guys Un conditionally through the anxiety through the anger through Mm -hmm. all of the sadness through all of the disease i'm still loving you and i'm still calling you and i'm still here helping you and when you said that it just like struck me i think for the first time in thinking of it that way what a gift we've been given to actually be free to be our imperfect selves in right. this season. And recognize that we're yeah. all imperfect. And so yeah. we we can allow each other a little bit more grace when yeah. we see those moments of bad self-management or <laughs> yeah. you know, an opportunity yes. for our neighbor to uh-huh. have some self-awareness. And mm-hmm. and actually I just think that it allows us to work more on ourselves. And and I hope that this this year yeah. coming out of this year allows us to really lean into where God wants to take us. You know, again, sanctification is a process. These competencies are a process, but who's leading that process? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yes, you can do some work. You can, you can, you know, pull up your bootstraps and and really try to work on this, but you're going to be more successful Mm -hmm. if you're led through this process with the Lord. And so I'm really excited that you're going over these competencies because it's such an opportunity to fine tune these areas of our life and of our heart and areas of relationships that can have dramatic impact. Yeah, that's great. So we like to end uh, every episode with a call to action for people. So if you could recommend one way for the people to practice self-management this week, what is it? What can we do? I need, I need to mull over that, doing some interpersonal self interpersonal right now yes. for myself. Go ahead, well, again, it's that self, it has to start at that self-awareness yeah. part. So maybe first taking a look back before you take a look forward, taking a look back at areas of positive self-awareness and self-management or areas of negative self-awareness and yes. self-management. So if you had a knee-jerk reaction, that would be an area where you might say, gosh, well, I have an opportunity to do that differently next time. Yeah. And so as you look forward, make plans to, you know, what if situations are really practical. So when self-management is necessary, kind of playing a what if game, you know, well, what if, you know, you fail your math test, what's mm. going to happen? What if you get an A? Or what if mm-hmm. uh, we arrive to the restaurant and they don't have our reservation? You know, not to create anxiety, but to actually just pre-think some self-management opportunities. So again, I would say if, if you want to take a practical step at your mm-hmm. self-management, maybe look back before you look forward where you had some positive self-management and some negative self-management and then make some plans for possible change or improvement at the next time. That's great. Yeah, I love that. That's great. Um, I think, okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit of homework here if you have a journal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the educator yes. here, journal, piece of paper. 
Um, and just two columns, five things that you know that are challenging that you could use some work in, okay? That's, that's the first column. Second column, five things that you pour the Gatorade over yourself. Yeah, I'm really great mm, at that, right? Celebration, yeah. <laughs> celebration. And then I would encourage you to, a, a caring person in your life, a spouse, best friend, family member, and really kind of have a conversation. These are the things that I'm looking at that I'd really love to grow in. Won't say work on, but grow in. And then here are some things that I think are really great. And just have a dialogue. Yeah. Have a dialogue. Again, better together. For those of us that are more island people, you're not alone in this. So yeah. I think that'd be just a, a great exercise. Yeah, that's yeah, great. You. Thank you too yeah. so much for joining us today and speaking so authentically about this topic of self-management. We are going to sign off from this episode four of the joy of it podcast um thank you julie and valerie and remember you guys can find us wherever you get your podcast from be sure to check out our websites www.joyofit.org and www.frenzy.co if you want to learn more about frenzy thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time